freedom, man. That's what it's all about. You've got to groove on freedom, like the good book says. listening to what on earth is happening this show will discuss the topics of human consciousness mind control natural law the occult and all issues that affect the freedom of the people of earth what on earth is happening will endeavor to shine light upon the darkness of our world and to offer empowering solutions to the problems we face as humanity approaches its critical moment of choice. And now, here is your host, Mark Passio. Welcome one and all, you're listening to What on Earth is Happening. I'm your host, Mark Passio, my website, whatonearthishappening.com. Today is Monday, December 21st, 2015. It's the winter solstice today, the first day of winter. Hope everybody's having a good holiday season, if you believe in all that kind of stuff. And even if you don't, I hope you're having a good uh, winter uh, season. Uh, We have a great show lined up for you here tonight, folks. We're going to be talking about a topic that is really near and dear to my heart and something that I haven't really talked about too much on this radio show and in any of my podcasts or videos. Uh, I want to uh, do, I've been wanting, I have been wanting to do a show about music for a long time because music is such a uh, popular influence in society and, um, it's been such a huge part of my life since I was young that um, it's a topic that I really haven't covered nearly as much as I want to. And uh, today I'm going to be getting into it in a big way uh, with uh, a good friend of mine and uh, my bandmate in the founders, Mike Thompson. So he's going to be the guest on the radio show today. So that's coming up on this edition of What on Earth is Happening. Just a few quick housekeeping things and a couple of annou- announcements. Um <clears throat> I want to let everybody know that uh, I am going to be giving a new live presentation coming up in February, February of 2016. Uh, this is going to be uh, another presentation hosted by Art Capozzi, who hosted my both my natural law seminar and my uh, original Demystifying the Occult seminar. Uh, those were done back in 2013 and 2014. So... Um, This new presentation is going to be live in Philadelphia in February. The exact date is going to be forthcoming, Uh, but I want to start the promotion for it now because this is going to be a uh, great live um, seminar that's going to actually be um, uh, consisting of myself and Jay Parker. And the title for this entire seminar is going to be called Demystifying the Occult Part 2. Satanism 
and the dark occult. This is something that I only very, very briefly touched on in the first Demystifying the Occult seminar. And I think this is a topic that needs to be given more attention and clarified in people's minds, explaining to people exactly what is Satanism compared to what most people think that it is. And explain to people how this dark religion operates in the world. So Demystifying the Occult Part 2 Myself and Jay Parker, we're going to be talking about Satanism and the dark occult. This is going to be taking place in February of next year, February 2016, new live presentation, and this event is going to be hosted by Art Capozzi. This will be taking place. I have the venue, uh, although we're still trying to work out the finalization of the date and time, but the venue will be the Ethical Society of Philadelphia in Center City, Philadelphia. So it's a great venue. Uh, I've spoken there before as part of uh, the uh, Tesla Science Foundation's events that they have had at the Ethical Society. So uh, it should be a really uh, great overall uh, all-day seminar uh, with uh, myself and Jay Parker. Um, There is um, coming up uh, one of, if not the biggest conference of its kind, Free Your Mind 4, coming at us in April of 2016, April 15th, 16th, and 17th. Free Your Mind is a conference on consciousness, mind control, and the occult. And Free Your Mind 4, this coming year, will be hosted at the Sheraton Bucks County Hotel, the same place that Free Your Mind 3 was hosted. The Sheraton Bucks County, it's another great venue. This uh, hotel is at 400 North Oxford Valley Road in Langhorne, Pennsylvania, just outside uh, of the city limits of Philadelphia. Free Your Mind returns to Philadelphia in 2016 with a three-day conference featuring top caliber whistleblowers and researchers from across the country who will shed light upon our world's problems and bring forward empowering solutions. Spreading awareness on the topics of consciousness, mind control, subversive occult influences, holistic body, mind, spirit, health, and solution-oriented approaches to the problems humanity faces in these challenging times. The speakers lined up for Free Your Mind 4 are as follows. Bob Tuscan, Kathy O'Brien, David Whitehead, Freeman, Jamie Hanshaw, Jay Parker, Janice Barcelo, Jim Mars, John Vibes, Jordan Maxwell, Josie Wales, Ken Rolla, Laura Eisenhower, myself, Mark Passio, Mark Phillips, Mary Sean Young, Max Egan, and Ross Ben. An all-weekend pass for the Free Your Mind 4 conference, $169.99. Individual day passes, $59.99. Tickets are available and have been available at freeyourmindconference.com. The conference's website, freeyourmindconference.com. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're at all into any of the information that has been and continues to be talked about on this podcast or in the truth community in general, Free Your Mind 4 is not an event you are going to want to miss because this conference really brings people together from all over this country and many other countries as well who are who have a thirst for truth and knowledge and uh, want to uh, come and gather and meet with like-minded people. And that's what a conference of this kind is all about. It's about getting people together 
forging relationships, forging um, uh, alliances, if you will, and uh, bringing people together who are interested in truth and freedom. So Free Your Mind 4, Sheraton Bucks County Hotel in Langhorne, PA, April 15th, 16th, and 17th. Don't miss it. The conference website, once again, freeyourmindconference.com. There is a donation button on the front page of the whatonearthishappening.com website uh, on the left-hand side of the page. If you feel that the information uh, that has been shared freely on this podcast and through my videos is of value to you, feel free to make a voluntary donation to help support my work and myself. Uh, that is, uh, again, on the left-hand side of the whatonearthishappening.com website. Also on that left-hand side, uh, there is um, a link for What on Earth is Happening promotional t-shirts. I still have plenty of these available. Uh, they will also be available at the Free Your Mind 4 conference. Uh, I think I might even have another design, possibly. We'll see how it goes. But um, uh, the t-shirts are still available. They have the all-seeing eye design on them. Really great uh, redesigned logo. Um, uh, that says uh, truth, love, and freedom, and above it reads one great work. So if you're interested in that, click that link and uh, it'll send an email over to me and I'll tell you how you can uh, pick up a uh, What on Earth is Happening promo t-shirt for a voluntary donation. So I think that's all the event announcements and uh, other housekeeping that I have for right now. Um, I want, oh, uh, actually there is one more. I want to, uh, let people know that, uh, the founders will be playing live here in Philadelphia in February as well. February 27th, uh, we have another show coming up here in Philadelphia. This is my anarchist hardcore punk band. Um, really going strong so far, making waves in the city, people talking about the band. And, uh, if you're in the area, come on out and see us on February 27th. That's a Saturday night. And we'll be playing at uh, Connie's Rick Rack, a local uh, um, establishment that promotes uh, local music. So um, that's in the Italian market section of South Philadelphia. I'll uh, have a flyer for that made pretty soon, and we'll promote it here on the site and on the uh, founders.us, our website. Speaking of the founders, my guest today is the lead guitarist of the founders, Mike Thompson. Uh, Mike, thanks so much for coming on to the show today to uh, have a discussion about modern music. Thanks for having me, Mark. Yeah, Absolutely. This is something that needs to be spoken about in depth. Oh, without a doubt. It's something that I've wanted to do for a while and uh, something that I'll probably do in somewhat of an ongoing basis uh, with people like yourself who are knowledgeable about you know music in general, especially uh, music that involves a powerful uh, and needed message and um, music that is really about uh, rebelling against this system of control and slavery that we find ourselves in. So um, I guess my first uh, thing that I'll throw out to you is uh, if you want to tell uh, the listeners about uh, how we became involved in the current project that we're in, that, that backstory, um, we, we could start there. Sure. Um, in fact, the Free Your Mind conference that you were just speaking about, uh, that's where the you know beginning of the founders actually that that's the very start of it where i met dj our uh other guitar player and uh we hit it off we began speaking about music but also moreover we 
agreed on the same points as far as what the system was doing to society and how it was destroying the fabric and morality of society. And uh, that's, that's essentially where I came in to, um, you know, the circle of friends where we ended up on the 4th of July uh, getting invited over to your place. This is before you and I began hanging out. And uh, that was when the band actually formed that day on Independence Day. And, um, you know, ever since then, we've forged a great relationship. And, you know, we, we agree on the same points that we need to free humanity from slavery. Absolutely. I mean, I remember that day clearly in my mind. Uh, we were having a cookout out in, in my backyard for 4th of July. And uh, you came over with DJ. And uh, uh, you you guys were asking me about the project that I was trying to get started musically. And I was telling you how poorly it was going because... Right. Uh, some other uh, people that I had involved, um, you know, w weren't really dedicated to it and it was kind of falling apart. And, uh, you know, I felt like this isn't something that I'm going to be able to uh, take live or anything like that. And, uh, you know, you said, well, what kind of music is it? And I was telling you it was hardcore punk. <laughs> and you're like, well, I, I play guitar, you know, and I love that kind of music. Yeah. So, you know, it was kind of like, you no, know, I was showing you the, uh, the um, prototype of the logo that I was trying to work out. Uh, with the artist at the time and um, you know kind of everything just kind of like synchro synchronistically gelled it synchronistically blended Absolutely. you know and then DJ was talking about that he plays guitar and you know he would want to be involved in a project that talks about uh, topics such as this and it just kind of almost like you know it, it really just came together that day where we said you know we have people who are very interested in it again uh also our our uh, other guitarist carrie was there that night and our drummer jared and you know it really just came all together suddenly like without even anybody pushing it or expecting that this is was going to turn into a project um you know we just all kind of like were talking and realizing we had a lot of interest in the same kind of music and of course the same message and um you know that uh uh one thing led to another uh, so to speak, and uh, the rest is history, as they say. Um, but very synchronistic, very synchromistic that the band would get started on the 4th of July. You know, that would be the place where we met and talked about this project and then, you know, agreed to start uh, meeting and writing some, some music. So um, couldn't have planned it that way if we tried. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so um, I guess uh, what, what I really want to get into is the state of modern music and specifically like, you know, to just open up a, a topic, rebellion in music in general, but specifically the genres of music that were supposed to be about rebellion. Yeah. You know, metal, hardcore, punk, you know, these, th these genres were supposed to be about saying, screw the system. Exactly. We want no part of this immoral system of control, yep. you know, and infusing a message of rebellion and standing up, you know, through the discordant types of sound that it puts out, like shaking people, mm -hmm. you know, making them pay attention. Yeah. Um, you know, what do you have to say re regarding that general gist of that these genres were really supposed to be uh, rebellious in their nature? And wh what's your view of wh what has happened to them? Well... What I see today and what it's become is a part of the control system. What, what I see is the opposition controlling rebellion. 
controlling the rebellious nature within mankind and specifically within this art form of music itself. And you can see over the years how it's just little by little been bred right out of people and why it's so necessary right now to be that mindset, to, to live it and to bring it to people because it has been taken away from these genres of music because of how powerful it is. The message itself that could be given to somebody through an art form like this so readily available is beyond reading a book, beyond sitting through a lecture. It's far more condensed and straight to the point. And, um, you know, I, I see why they're doing it and what's happening within these genres of music and the lack of rebellion that's taking place within that. And that's why we're doing what we're doing. It's... um so much uh, with music as an art form in general so much can be said so quickly you know with so few words whereas explaining a concept you know for example in a lecture or presentation it it often has to be elaborated upon but because you're you're giving um things in a structured organized way that's uh you know has a sound uh, accompaniment and it has a mathematical nature when it comes to music uh, you're 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 structuring words in a way that they have to be efficient, and they have to convey the message quickly. You know, uh, rappers I find are very 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 good at this. You yeah. know, I I I'm amazed sometimes in conscious rap how uh, few words it will take them to put a message out that's so you know distinct and clear and powerful. Exactly. So. Um, I totally agree with what you're saying regarding the hijacking of these musical genres. I mean, um, you know, they've been turned into more scenes Mm -hmm. and hangouts and, you know, identities and fashion statements. Feel good. Yeah. 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 Lacking, lacking completely any rebellion whatsoever. All all it's become is, is a way of fitting in, not questioning authority not going against the grain, and that right there is giving up your right to think. And I have to say that that's been done a little too well because we're seeing that too much within the musical scene today. You know, I mean, you talk about kinds of music that are popular, that don't contain any hint of rebellion at all, pop music, you know, things that you'll you'll see at, you know, music awards programs, hmm. uh, things that you'll see on... Uh, if you do see any music on like MTV or v, you know VH1 or any of these other channels, it's just um, it's so sanitized yeah. of any kind of a real message, a message that matters. You know, so many people are even fearful of putting in a message that matters in music anymore because it's like, oh, you're taking yourself too seriously or, mm. you know, uh, wh- why are you trying to interfere with my time to be entertained? Right. You know, you're trying to get me to learn something or pay attention to something or, God forbid, care about something, <laughs> you know? I mean, right. can you speak to, to that aspect that in, in modern music? Yeah, I mean, that that goes into the control mechanism that, you know, is taking place right now where, where I did mention, you know, the feel-good aspect of it where people just want to feel good. They don't want to think critically. They would rather be on the side of popularity than to be on the other side where, you know, when you are a truth seeker, you're usually ostracized, you know, because other people don't understand what you're saying. Right. You know, and... um 
And people fear that ostracization. Absolutely. Because they want to belong. Yeah. And so they're trying to be more popular so that they can get more well-known, more famous, if you will. Exactly. And therefore, they are removing that message to be accepted just for acceptance. So it's like, it's a catch-22. Yeah, do we want our music out there? Yeah, but we want it out there for a reason. We want it out there so it will help to awaken people. Exactly. It will People will pay attention to what we're actually saying in it and think about those themes. Yeah. I mean, again, that, that goes back to paying attention, which most people aren't doing when they're listening to music or even what they're watching on television. They're, they're busy trying to be just distracted. They, they want that distraction. They love it, unfortunately. And, you know, when it comes to music, they're not, most of the time people are not paying attention to the lyrics even. Yep. They don't know what's being pumped into their psyche and their subconscious most of the time. Sure. Because they don't even know what they're being told. And that's a dangerous thing, and that seems to be what's been taking over the minds of people, you know? Yeah, that's why I've always been interested in hearing what a band has to say. Bands who don't have much to say and don't have a message in their lyrics never held a huge appeal to me. Right, same here. I was always a lyric reader. I wanted to hear, why is this band bothering to write a song? Exactly. A lot of people don't even think about that. They're just all about the music, but they don't even recognize, like... You know, if if you're going to write a song, what are you trying to say by the song? Mm-hmm. Isn't it supposed to be an expression of a message, you know, through a different medium, in this case, music? Right. And most people just don't care about the lyrics and music. And they, like you said, they just let it slip right into their subconscious. I mean, the lyrics we're writing are very deliberate. They have a, a deep message to them. The message is rebellion and freedom. Exactly. And, uh, you know, it, that's a huge part of what we do as the founders because uh, we want people to sit and listen to our music and read the words that we're, we're putting out there. And of course, we want you to hear the music too. But, um, you know, when we get... Uh, good recordings of this. Uh, I think people are going to uh, realize, you know, uh, how much we're pushing the envelope of this genre of music. And, um, you know, it's, it's a little bit difficult to hear live because, uh, you know, there's a lot of difficulty associated with uh, not only uh, presenting a band properly live, but also recording it. Um, right. uh, but when we get some studio recordings, I think people will really clearly be able to hear what this band's really all about. Yeah. Um, I, I want to shift the discussion into a little bit talking about like music's role in society or moreover, it's perceived worth in society mm. because, you know, you have so many people that uh, look at music, oh, it's just, you're going to just become another starving artist, you know, mm. uh, and so many people don't even want to be associated with people that per, that perform, that uh, put out art in all different forms, whether it be you know uh, traditional art, you know painting, drawing, etc. Right. Um, art through uh, making videos, through making music. I mean, you just. Uh, what's your view of how music is? How it's viewed? Uh, its perception? Its worth in society? Well, I mean, unfortunately, when you, you take a close look at what's going on, it's easy to see that people. Most of the time, I mean really most of the time, need to be told what to think, what to feel, how to believe in what they believe in. And a lot of the time people are told what is popular, what is pop culture, what you should be paying attention to by the mainstream. And unfortunately, a lot of people, this is the way their mind works, that they go toward that. It's a moth to a flame, essentially. They go right for that and they will bite the bait and they do it almost every time and unfortunately 
bands like us that are going out and speaking the truth and doing it on our own, you know, we're, we're not telling people, you know, what to believe. This, this is not an opinion. This is the truth. You know, this, this is what the truth is. It's unbridled, you know, and whether you like it or not, that's your problem. You could take it or leave it. But I'm telling you, from what I see, it's a lot, a lot of it has to do with the fact people need to be told what to think and what's popular. Right. And they, they flock toward what they think is secure, what they right. think is safe. Exactly. I, I see this big time in a lot of uh, people, even out in the, the music circuit, you know, they want the maximum safety. Mm-hmm. They don't want to go anywhere where the boat's being rocked. Right. You know, it, it, it's it's part of, you know, the whole topic of last week's show, which was courage. You know, courage is so lacking in society. It's Completely. it's no different in the music circuit. Completely. You know, a lot of people just want to run away from anything that is real, you know. Um, continuing with that, um, I think it's it's been increasingly difficult to get people excited about music, to get them to want to come out and support music. I mean, this was a problem, you know, when I was a little bit younger doing music as well, and it hasn't really gotten much better. What's right. your view on that? Well, yeah, I mean... People tend to say that with technology that we've allowed ourselves to gain convenience when I don't see that. I mean, in certain respects, yes, but people also will say that, you know, and this this is just a blanket statement, I mean, that it brings us closer together when it doesn't. I mean, in fact, it's brought us further apart, you know, where people would rather just watch online or, or you know, they, they're not willing to go out and support something in person right. because... They're taking a gamble on their satanic mindset of what I can do for myself, what's going to benefit me. And if I go out and I don't enjoy myself, and God forbid, you know. But Can't take a chance. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> and especially with a band that, that has a message like our band, the Founders. I mean, we are speaking out against the establishment, which most people are afraid to do. You know? As a matter of fact, when you even mention that that's what you're about, you see the fear come over people's minds, come over their fa- their facial expressions, all of it, their body language. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're going to talk about that now. You yeah. Know? Oh, where can I run to? Uh-huh. You know? yeah. Because they're cowards. I mean, that's what it really comes Absolutely. down to. You know, it's like uh, they they just wouldn't stand up for themselves if you know they were being, you know, forced into a prison camp. That that's that's how late they'll wait. Yeah, and then probably won't even do it then. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, what what about uh, people who just use the music scene, quote unquote, to be just that, scenesters, to be people who are just there for. Uh, fitting in and trying to make friends and don't even really care about the music. They're more interested in, you know, what's the fashion that's going to go along with this kind of music or what what kind of friends am I going to be able to make here exactly. at this club or, at, you know, in, in this new scene? Uh, what do you think of scenesters? <laughs> as if I need to really ask yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I see them to be just as vile as the controllers that are ruining the fabric of society. I mean, whether you're willingly ignoring... Or you, you just don't know. I mean, you're being a part of this system that is distracting people and, and demoralizing completely the, the minds of people. You know, I, I, I don't have any appreciation whatsoever for somebody that wants to ignore the truth. I mean, it doesn't take much to look around to see the state of the world that we're right. living in. You know, and if that's the way you want to go by ignoring it, then you're just as much a part of the problem. I'd say they are the problem. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's a good, great point. Um, 
you know, we have a song in uh, the band about people who are inauthentic and just, you know, trying to fit in, yeah. you know. <laughs> and they're the kind of people who will, you know, actually be vocal and talk out against people who are genuinely into this for bringing a message, you know, because right. it's almost like, oh, you're ruining my good time vibe. Right. You know, right. the ladies and gentlemen, the founders aren't here. I mean, yeah, we want, we want people to hear our music and have a good time at our shows, but we're not here to placate people and tell them what they want to hear. Right. We're here to bring a strong, powerful message of truth in and infuse that into the music and make that a part of the entire experience. Um, we're not here to just have a good time vibe flowing at every moment at one of our shows. You know, we're going to say uncomfortable truths uh, regardless of what how, how that makes people feel. It, exactly. Just like I do in my presentations. You know, it's like we're not going to sugarcoat what's going on in the world. We're just going to put it to some cool hardcore punk music and uh, let that be a different vehicle for the expression of this message. Yeah. So... Um, we'll get into maybe some of our individual songs before we start talking about some, some other topics too. Um, uh, so we could give people an idea of what, you know, uh, lyrically, uh, message wise, this band is all about. But, um, uh, essentially, uh, I didn't really talk about your background at all. Maybe we could start there. Um, you know, uh, how long have you been playing guitar? What are some of your influences musically? Uh, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself and then we can get into like, you know, what we're doing uh, with the founders as far as our message goes. Sure. Um, well, I, I'm uh, a lover of music from a very, very young age and I always found the expression of anything artistic through sound and vision to be a very powerful vehicle you know for, for anything and at a young age I fell in love with rock and roll and punk rock and uh, you know saw bands like the Ramones and and you know Jimi Hendrix and and saw that and I, and I said that's what I want to do you know I, I want to get up there and do that and over the years you know I realized as I grew into my teenage years what real you know rebellion actually was and what what it stood for you know, it wasn't just saying, hey, I'm going to go against the grain. It was looking at the state of the world. And the punk rock that I got into was very much like that. A band that, that I think we, we both can agree on, uh, The Exploited, I got oh, yeah. into at a very young age. And they talk out against the system. And I couldn't believe the powerful message that they were bringing. That sure. It made me want to be somebody to be able to bring that message and uh essentially i i've been playing guitar since i was uh 13 years old um i'm now 31 and uh i've never put it down no matter what it seems to be as far as being unpopular um because it seems that you know artistic value is not really appreciated right and there's a reason if for it's not that. making a ton of money it has no worth in society exactly. right exactly yeah you know, and that that goes into the the socialist movement that wants to control that. You know, where, you know, that's not being supported. So, you know, I, I never gave up on that. And uh, yeah, I mean, I the bands that I played in in the past, um, I didn't really have other like minds. You know, as far as what I believed in, as far as the the genres that I was into, that's something that we agreed upon. And um, you know, yeah, we we like heavy music. I mean, we right. like heavy guitar riff-driven music. Yeah, 
you know, with heavy Absolutely. drums. And it's a, it's a personal taste preference. Obviously, not everybody's going to like this band, you know. Uh, that doesn't mean that we're not good at what we do. That doesn't mean right. that we're not a good representation of this uh, genre as an art form. But um, not everybody's going to, it's not going to appeal to everybody. Yeah. You know, there a lot of people are going to hear it and be like, oh, that's terrible. I don't like that kind of music, you know, and that's fine. You know, a lot of people don't like death metal. A lot of people don't like black metal. A lot of people don't like punk rock. A lot of people don't like country music. Yeah. A lot of people don't <laughs> like, you know, line dance music, but yeah. whatever. You know, a lot of people don't like rap. Um, it, this, you know, as far as the style goes, that's a taste preference. There is no right or wrong when it comes to that. It's yeah. like, you know, what appeals to one person's ear is not going to appeal to other people's ears. Our goal here was not to try to find the kind of music that's the most wide, widely liked or accepted. You know, <laughs> it's... Well, we, we're going to play what we like because this is our band. It's not someone else's band. If they exactly. like a different kind of music, go form your own band. Go put out your own kind of music that you like. This is what we like. See, you know, a lot of people have a hard time with that. They keep telling me, oh, I don't, I don't like that or why are you doing it like this? It's like, I'm not really interested in what people think of our musical style. At all. We're going to play what we like. Exactly. The end. You and, know? and more importantly... Beyond the sound, sonically, beyond the actual sound of the band, a lot of people need to start waking up to the message. Right. You know, there, there are bands that I don't necessarily like their sound, yes. but if their message That's right. is speaking about the truth, speaking about freedom, yep. and breaking us from slavery, yep. then I will listen to them. And I, we, we will listen to music like that with an open mind. Exactly. You know, exactly. And support it because it's putting out a message of truth and freedom. That's right. Without a doubt. Yeah, great, great point. I totally agree, uh, fully. So, um, I guess maybe it's a good time to talk about like some of the things we do get into in our in our songs, and, and maybe talk about some of the songs specifically, you know, and the, and the writing process. Yeah. So, um, uh, how about uh, the song uh, "A Nation of Sheep"? Huh. You know, one of my favorites. I mean, you know, it, it couldn't. It, it just speaks for itself in the world that we're living in right now and, and what this country has become, you know, how easily people will be duped into believing whatever the control system wants them to without doing any critical thinking whatsoever. This song right here touches upon it. The lack of the courage, <laughs> the ignorance, yeah. you know, yep. that is pre prevalent in society. Um, what the founders, you know, would think of us. Yeah. You know, the founding fathers of America. I mean, you know, the line, it opens up. If they could see America today, the founders would turn over in their graves. I mean, uh, I think it's almost an understatement. Uh, the, yeah. the founders would chastise us, in, on, you know, to the nth degree yeah. for what we have allowed this country to degenerate into. Uh, and... Um, you know, uh, this song is, you know, all, as all of our songs are, they're hard hitting, they're in your face, they don't pull any punches, they don't mince words. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, I, I guess uh, if we want to let people get a little bit of a preview lyrically, because I think this is something that uh, I want to put out there for people um, to get the gist of what is, you know, what the founders really talk about in, in our music. So I'll just read the lyrics uh, to this song, and you know, then we can continue with maybe another one. Uh, this song is called A Nation of Sheep. 
It goes, if they could see America today, the founders would turn over in their graves. They'd be sickened by what this country has become, land of the cowards and the home of the effing dumb. A nation of sheep begets a government of wolves. Police state rising, a population of slaves, fluoride in the water and the television rotting their brains. Ignorance, apathy, corruption everywhere you turn. History repeating cause these MFers don't want to learn. A nation of sheep begets a government of wolves, fascists, neocons, and their corporate dupes, Marxists, communists, and their socialist tools, liberals and conservatives, all brainwashed fools, while the people fall prey to totalitarian rule. If they could see America today, the founders would turn over in their graves, the people in denial of truth they don't want to see, submissive cattle who still believe they're free, a nation of sheep begets a government of wolves. I mean, you know, that that's that's the overarching message of what this band is bringing to the table and the way that we're saying it in this band. Yeah. Not sugar-coated, not trying to make it seem like it's something else that it's not. This is exactly what it is. This is what we stand for. You know, um I uh when I introduced the next song that I want to talk about uh, at the recent show that we played, hmm. I noticed that it made a lot of people uncomfortable because so many people still don't know what a false flag is, right. or so many people have been convinced that oh, that's just a conspiracy theory. Right. You know, they don't even know the word and what it means right. or where it came from. You know, and you know when you uh, try to let people know that a lot of the events that have been happening in this country are contrived, they are orchestrated, they are scripted. You know, and they're there just to make people afraid so that then their rights can be stripped in the aftermath and claiming we need more security. People still get uncomfortable talking about this and still don't understand the tactic that's being used against them in a false flag attack. It's amazing that the news media has been able to keep through what they will not talk about people so ignorant of this basic tactic that's been used throughout history. Yeah. Very ignorant to history in general are most people, unfortunately. You know, they, they don't know what the Reichstag is. They don't understand what was done, you know, through that to take away people's rights. And that that same narrative has been used over and over and over again. And uh, th- this song in particular really gets right to the heart of that. And, you know, it, it's one of my favorite songs because this seems to be a perennial thing that they've been pulling where it's just constant happening left and right every other week it seems like there's another false flag and uh people don't seem to be waking up to it because the media is something that they rely upon still and think that they are going to actually tell them the truth they don't know who owns the media boy they hit us with so many false flags in 2015 i mean we're at the end of the year and i think this year had more than any other in history yeah I mean, it really was almost like they were coming every week. Yeah. You know? So as opposed to A Nation of Sheep, that uh, that song, the sound is very punk rock oriented. It's very hardcore punk sounding. Yeah. I would say uh, the song Another False Flag, which is the song we're talking about, um, is our most hardcore song. This, yeah. this, this one sounds more in the hardcore genre. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. Um, so here's the lyrics 
folks for another false flag. How do you get the people to surrender their rights? Unleash an act of chaos that snuffs out a lot of lives. Blame it on an enemy. An easy lie to sell. Such an ancient tactic, but it works so goddamn well. 9-11, 7-7, Port Arthur, and Sandy Hook. The Boston bombing, Oklahoma City, WTC 93. It was another false flag. The times and places change, but the technique remains the same. Will the people see the truth and know where to place the blame? Order out of chaos, the most dangerous game. Understand the strategy or, or fall for it again and again. 9-11-7-7, Port Arthur and Sandy Hook, the Boston bombing, Oklahoma City, WTC 93. It was another false flag, just another false flag. Give up your freedom and we'll keep you safe. Give up your rights and you'll be just fine. Give up your freedom because you're afraid. Give up your rights and become our slaves. 9-11-7-7, Port Arthur and Sandy Hook, the Boston bombing, Oklahoma City, WTC 93. It was another false flag, just another false flag. Hmm. You know, and people are still, um, you know, resistant to understanding that message because they don't want to believe that we're ruled by psychopaths. Exactly. That would do something like this. Yeah. Yeah, it's incredible that people don't have that discernment that that's been snatched away from them to not see and understand that the paradigm for the left and right, you know, is the same head of Hydra. It's the same beast. And they do not see that because they want to be fooled. People love to be fooled. And, you know, that's that's working a little too well. I mean, look at who is running right now for the presidency. You know, I mean, it's absurd. It's a joke. A bunch of clowns, you know. And as it is, people don't understand what it is to rule themselves, to become moral themselves, and to not need a master. That's right. I heard a recent quote from Adam Kokesh. I believe it was Adam. Uh, he said, when people ask me who I'm supporting uh, for uh, the next president, uh, I asked them, uh, what kind of cancer do you like most? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I thought that yeah. was just great. That was just brilliant. It's called you know? a spade a spade. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they are they are a cancer upon society, you know, and if, if people don't see that, they have a lot they need to do some research about to find out what these people stand for, where they come from. A lot of people are still in this naive mindset, especially people in music. Uh, I mean, this is a good point to just do a brief aside to talk about like the lack or small amount of true anarchists in music. I mean, so many people, you you, you start talking out against government in general and it, it, it turns them off because they're still under this delusional, childish, naive impression that people in government care about them right. and want to make life better for them. They yeah. actually still believe this nonsense, yeah. you know? I mean, it's a it's a it's a uh, mindset of a 4-year-old child, literally. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, to to not even know even within the lyrics of a nation of sheep how you explain the fluoridation of the water, 
most people don't even understand what that actually is. They're not even educated to understand. Because they're fluoridated. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know? So it's no wonder why we've got a lot of this fog going on and just absolute shameful behaviors of thought where people think that these people actually care about them. They're far gone and very lost. They, they ascribe their own moral sensibility to other people, which is a dangerous prospect. I've talked about that a lot on the show in the past. You know, just because you wouldn't take an action that is highly immoral doesn't mean someone else would not take that action. Exactly. You know, you're not that person. You don't know what their mindset is like, you know. Yeah. To, yeah. to just ascribe your moral sensibilities to someone else is a dangerous proposition because uh, you have to understand the kind of psychopaths we're dealing with in the world. So, um... You know, there's there, there's just such a small amount of people who are uh, anarchists in the whole music circuit. And not only that, there's a small amount of people who understand real anarchy. Right. You know, there's this fake form of anarchy that goes around in music that is really communism in disguise, socialism exactly. in disguise. You know, um, people have to understand anarchy means exactly what you just said. No masters, no rulers, no authority. Exactly. And that's it. It stops there. Yeah. You know, if you try to inject something else into that, then, you know, you're usually bringing a system in in place. And yeah. again, this form of music is supposed to be about saying, screw the system. We don't need a system of controls in place. We'll take a chance on chaos. That's what real anarchy is all about. Yeah. Shedding the fear of chaos. Yeah. You know, anarchy isn't chaos, but it involves that dynamic of refusing to give in to fear. And if chaos is a possibility, uh, then so be it. I'd rather be free and chaotic than perfectly safe, orderly, and totally enslaved. I believe Thomas Jefferson said, I prefer dangerous freedom. And that's something that that's right. I know for a fact this band and as friends what we stand for that's right you know i prefer to live in dangerous that's freedom. right without want, a doubt i don't want to be duped and lied to and you know be be kissed with a lie i'm i'm sick and tired of seeing people wanting to have that be their reality and you know th they are a part of the problem yeah yeah that fear that they give into and perpetuate is definitely the problem and, uh, you know, I'll, I've said it before, I'll say it again. Uh, I'll Give me my 45 ACP, and I'll take my chances with, yeah. with the psychopaths and or even cannibals all around us. Yep. You know, I don't, I'm not interested in being protected. Anybody who wants to be protected is not a real man or a real woman. That's right. You know, you're responsible for your own self-defense and protection. Exactly. And there's no excuse for not understanding those principles and uh, arming yourself to be able to to defend yourself if necessary that's with right. deadly force. That's right. And that's what they're trying to take away yep. from people through all these false flags. They, they want to give the illusion that if our guns are taken away, that suddenly the terrorist yeah. is going to change its mind. Or oh, the criminal. Yeah. Or the government. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which Good is criminal. Yeah. I mean, that that's incredible that that dialectic is being used and working. Believed. Yeah. yeah. That's it's even sad. more amazing. Very sad. So um, we have a, another song about um, scenesters, about people who just come out to be part of something, and they're not even really into the music. They're about a fashion, making a fashion statement, you know, having a scene of friends, fitting in, stuff like that. Um, 
and uh, they they're not they're certainly not about rebellion. Exactly. Uh, they're the first people who will clear out when you start talking about rebellion. They're the first people that will get all timid, afraid, shut down, go glassy eyed on you. Yeah, God forbid they have a message of truth right. that's injected to their psyche. You know that that's again going back to the whole feel good behavior, right. which they think they're any different from their parents. They're no yep. different from their parents that exactly. continue to allow this slavery to take place in society. That's right. You know, and they, they imagine that they are very different from their parents' generations. Why? Because they dress different. They got a, a few more tattoos than their parents right. ever had. Yeah. Oh, wow. That makes you real different. Or it has technology. Nothing to, yeah, you know, exactly. People think that they're so hyper aware now that they've got their smartphones, which in my opinion, the phone is only as smart as the user. That's right. And you know, that that's any different, but it's no different. I mean, it's even worse in fact, because they've got a library at hand that they could be looking up anything, but they choose to just be placated into being, you know, a slave for the system that wants to, you know, be, you know, a part of this system and, and be they popular. They accept the whole paradigm that goes along with it. They accept the whole view of reality, the whole projected view of reality from the mainstream media. Exactly. These people, the, the worst part about this hipster generation is that they believe they're informed, too. Yeah. They yeah. actually believe they know something. They they think they know more than someone like me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They, they actually believe that they're highly informed people because they can click a few buttons and look something up on Wikipedia or something. Right, right, yeah. You know? A government-controlled website right. anyway. So, um, this song is called Hipsters in Costumes. So, I'll read the lyrics. Fake-ass, scenester pieces of shit just trying to look the part. Conformist scum just like your parents were. System lovers from the start. Your mouths move a mile a minute, but none of you got shit to say. You wouldn't know what punk really means if it smacked you in your tattooed face. All you want to do is belong. You don't want to rebel. You're nothing but hipsters in costumes, and you killed punk long ago. To you, punk is just about a look and a scene. It's about fitting in and making friends. Punk was never supposed to be about belonging to a crowd. It was supposed to be about taking the control system down. Fake-ass scenester pieces of shit, just trying to look the part. Conformist scum, just like your parents were. System lovers from the start. Your mouths move a mile a minute, and none of you got shit to say. You wouldn't know what punk really means if it smacked you in your tattooed face. All you want to do is belong. You don't want to rebel. You're nothing but hipsters in costumes, and you killed punk long ago. That's that's some of the lyrics I'm actually the most proud of for writing, because yeah. it's something that really needs to be said in this scene. Oh, yeah. You know, in this whole community of people. Absolutely. You know, which is like a scene. It is a bunch of scenesters. And we're going to come in and be the uncomfortable, discordant dynamic within Absolutely. that quote-unquote scene to make people uncomfortable. You know, because yep. that's what this is what punk rock has become. Yeah. And you know, and I say you killed punk long ago. They killed what was the spirit of punk. Do I think punk is dead? No, I don't, because we're living proof that it's not. That's right. You know, we're and that's another thing I want to talk about. Like, just as a personal side anecdote, uh, I don't dress at all like I'm a punk rocker. 
You know, I've been into punk rock since I was a child. Yeah. Okay. Listening to the Ramones, um, and um, and other punk bands, but people will look at me and immediately associate. Well, he doesn't dress like a punk rocker. Is yeah, that what yeah. a punk rocker is? Right. His hair isn't like a punk rocker. Right. Oh, is that what is that what it is to be into punk and understand punk rock? Conformity. Yeah. That's that's what it is. If, I don't if have you don't your look uniform. The part, then you don't fit in. Yeah. You know, and that that goes in with mindset. Yep. And if if you're not towing the line of what people have been, you know, lied to about, which they don't understand, these aren't even their own thoughts. That these are scripts written for them. Yep. You know, by think tanks, yeah. You know, the Fabian Society. If if they don't know about that, then they're completely uneducated about what's been done to them. That's exactly right. You know, steering mass movements of people. You know, steering societies in the way these think tanks want them to go. So that song, "Hipsters in Costumes," I I particularly like. It's uh, absolute uh, venomous vitriol, uh, as you can hear. Um, but I think it's needed vitriol. Absolutely. So uh, part of my background, I was in a stoner rock, uh, really stoner metal project years ago called Omega Lord. And, um, you know, we were kind of like the the uh, stereotypical stoner metal type band themes that you might think of uh, as part of that genre. But we also were very into uh, freedom and rebellion. And uh, we had a song called Not Gonna Die With Bullets In My Gun. Um kind of uh kept that in uh in this band we kind of like uh took that song and we're if you will covering it or just making it our own since it was uh uh one of the uh songs that um I uh, uh was involved in the writing of when I was in Omega Lord so um this song is really about not giving up you know it's about uh you know uh you could um you could interpret it from the perspective of yeah a physical gun but uh, to not die with bullets in your gun means you did everything possible. That you didn't give up without trying, without a fight. Exactly. You know. So, uh, what do you think of this one? Yeah, I mean, what you just said. I mean, it's just not giving up no matter what the opposition is bringing your way. Which is a lot of people that are going to disagree. That are going to swear that they've done enough research to know what you're talking about to say you're wrong. And have no clue that they've been lied to. You know, I'm not giving up no matter what anybody tells me. You know, I, I, I've used my discernment, you know, in my life and where I've, I've been around the world. I've seen it for what it is. I know that the control system is doing its best to take people like us and turn against each other and essentially run away from freedom because it's not popular. You know, the, the, the talking or, you know, rather the, the topic of freedom and truth is something that most people scoff at. That's right. And I don't care if you want to scoff at it. I don't care if you don't think that that's cool or popular. That's not what I'm on this planet for. That's right. You know, what we're here to do is to bring morality back, to cut the chains of slavery. And I'm sick and tired of people trying to turn that away you know, right. from society. And I don't care if it makes me unpopular. <laughs> We're here to lead a rebellion against the practice of human slavery. That's right. Yep. So, uh, the song, Not Gonna Die With Bullets In My Gun. Here's the lyrics. You tried to hold me back. You tried to keep me down. Tried to make me live your lie. This is where it ends. I'm taking my shot. Ain't wasting no more time. 
not going to die with bullets in my gun. No surrender, no retreat, no compromise or peace. Let slip the dogs of war. And if you're in the way of this runaway freight train, going to get run down for sure. Not going to die with bullets in my gun. Not going to die. No, I'm not going to die with bullets in my gun. Fighting with my future, haunted by my past. Sure as hell wasn't the first, so F it all, because I won't be the last. And if I have to go now, let it just be so. But I'm going to take as many with me as I can. May not win the battle, may not even win the war, but I'm shooting all my rounds. Not going to die with bullets in my gun. Not going to die. No, I'm not going to die. Not going to die. No, I'm not going to die with bullets in my gun. Phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. That, that really does get to the, the heart of what we stand for. Never give up. That's right. Persistence. Yep. Yep. The universe will reward courage and persistence. Exactly. So uh, one of our, I think, our more popular songs, um, especially sound-wise, um, very, uh, well, just to go back quickly to Not Gonna Die, I'd say that's our most metal-sounding song. That's definitely got an element of uh, Motorhead-style, oh, yeah. you know, metalish, yeah. me- punkish metal uh, in it. I'd say that's definitely our m- most metal song that we have, if you want to consider any part of what we do, quote, metal. Right. Um, I tend to really look at us as straight a straightforward hardcore punk band, but yeah. uh, there's definitely elements of uh, several genres in our in our music, you know. Yeah, yeah. So. certainly a lot of undertones, yep. you know, from from all of our outside influences, definitely. But it culminated into one, which I think is very unique in this uh, genre of music. So we'll just do a, a few more uh, songs to talk about, just to give people an idea of what this band's all about. Um, we'll do um, well three percenters again. This this is probably one of our more popular songs sound sound wise. Um, this is really about the uh, small amount of people who will rebel uh, against any form of tyranny. You know, uh, the three percent are who fought the American Revolution. That's right. uh, I'd say maybe there's about three percent who are willing to fight the second one. Uh, should it be necessary to take it into the physical domain, and that'll be enough. Uh, it'll be. You know, horrific if it has to go that way. But um, it was enough the first time. It'll be enough this time. Um, but uh, this song is really about what you know. Are, are you a man or a mouse? You know, do you have real courage? Will you stand up? Will you stand together for for freedom, uh, or will you will you run? Yeah. You know, will you be somebody who doesn't have the courage to stand up and run, and you'll count yourself in the other ninety seven percent? Right. Yeah. So you want to speak to this song or any yeah, this, part of the this music is one of my it? favorites because th- this is what we understand as far as the revolution that took place. You know, these these men and boys that fought for our freedom. I mean, truly, not what's going on right now right. in occupied occupied countries around the world. I'm talking about the guys that fought against the Tories. Yep, that said to the Redcoats. Jog on. That's right. We don't want you here. That's right. You know, and that's what we're willing to do because, unfortunately, the redcoats are somewhat still here. Oh, you they're know, completely the, the still Nazis here. The Nazis and the redcoats yep. are here, and, and the communists, all right. of them. 
And they all shook hands to say, we can't let this place be a bastion of freedom. Exactly. We have to take it down from the inside. You know, too many people are here who will overtly, physically fight for their freedom when you're trying to uh, overtly conquer them. But, you know, if we take it covertly, if we take it through stealth, if we take it through mind control and subversive influences, then we have their minds and they'll just breed more people who are milk toast exactly. people. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Total milk toast, uh, uncourageous, you know. Dough boys. Yeah. Doughy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that is the opposite of what the three percenters were and are because those that are willing to give up their lives for the greater good, for freedom, you know, th- these are these are men. That's right. These are men that are willing to actually go beyond their ego and say, enough is enough with evil, enough is enough with tyranny. Yep. We will not put up with this. No tolerance for any of those things. Whatsoever. Nor should they be. Whatsoever. And when you when you know what's going on in the present world right now, the poisoning of our food, air and water there is more than enough good reason with that. But again, I mean, the freedoms taken away from other individuals around the world through occupation, enough is enough. You know, this has gone on long enough, and this is what this song is about. That's right. So here's the lyrics to the song Three Percenters. When shit hits the fan, will you hit back? Or will you turn tail and run like a bitch? Grow a pair and get prepared to stand and fight the evil in our midst. Three percenters, we stand together. Three percenters in liberty or death. Three percenters fight to the last man, never surrender or retreat. Militia of the people fighting tyranny might die on our feet, but we won't live on our knees. Three percenters, we stand together, three percenters, in liberty or death. Come and take it. Don't tread on us, liberty or death. Don't tread on us, we're the three percent. Don't tread on us, liberty or death. Don't tread on us, because we're the three percent. When shit hits the fan, we'll hit back. We'll stand and fight until the end. If hope is still alive in this land, it lies with the three percent. Three percenters, we stand together. Three percenters in liberty or death. Powerful lyrics. Yeah, like we're not messing around with the lyrics of these songs, with the message that we're bringing. At all. And I'm trying to explain to people as we're on the stage, too. This isn't an act. It's not a gimmick. It's not a joke. We're not playing. We're not, you know, uh, trying to make people think that we're something that we're not. It's as real as a heart attack, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. That's right. You know, this is who we are, and this is what we're talking about on stage. You know, there's no distinction. So, two uh, other songs. These are ones that we've written most recently, our two newest songs. Uh, We've uh, not even performed one of these yet live. We have with one uh, that we uh, closed our most recent uh, set with uh, in Philly. Um, But we'll be playing the uh, second one that we'll be talking about uh, at the next show. So uh, we uh, wrote a song called Kill the Masters, uh, influenced by uh, the uh, television show Game of Thrones, the phrase that they put 
uh, on that uh, show, um, if people aren't familiar with it, uh, there's a, uh, a scene in it where former slaves are basically going through the city and uh, killing the people who uh, thought that they were legitimate masters of these people, legitimate owners of other people. And uh, in uh, one of the scenes, they actually paint the phrase on the wall with blood, kill the masters. So I said, you know, that um, uh, symbolically and literally even um, kind of depicts what needs to be done. Uh, but, um, you know, we need to kill the idea of mastery of other people. We need to yes. put forward the idea of self-mastery and kill the notion that uh, other people can legitimately be ruled by others, right. you know. Exactly. So, uh, you know, I'll let you speak to this song, uh, you know, your take on it. Yeah, I mean, when I first heard that you wanted to write a song kill the masters i was ecstatic about that because we we understand that on a deeper level this isn't just some childish game of boo-hoo i don't like being told what to do this goes beyond that this is explaining exactly what we see in society what's being done to people the slow kill you know the the kidnapping and rape of children by our masters by these people that that think that they are our masters, these immoral psychopaths. These people have got to go. We can no longer allow them to poison the psyche and the minds completely of, of anybody within society. It's got to be ended, you know, and this is essentially from what we, we agree with. I mean, there, there is no reasoning with somebody that's completely immoral, you know, to stand on that same level ground is not going to happen. We cannot do that with these people. You know, we can't sit and say, let's go into their courts and try and figure it out. People have been trying to do like this. Like talking is going to is going to stop psychopaths from doing what they're doing. Exactly. From controlling others and, and harming others and raping people's rights. Right. You know, they don't care. You're up against an enemy that doesn't have any morality. It doesn't have any capacity for morality. Exactly. It doesn't have conscience. It do, it's never going to develop conscience. Exactly. You know, when you're exactly. when you've let that breed in society to a certain extent, it is eventually going to come down to physical confrontation. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. have to, but where we're at, I feel unfortunately I, I've said said in the last couple of weeks, I don't really think we're gonna do it in consciousness. Now, which is a failure long term, I, I and this will probably have to be done again at some point, you know, to get it in consciousness. But yeah. at the point that we're at, I'm very non-hopeful regarding the ability of humanity to get its mind out of the prison that the mental, uh, the mental prison that humanity is in. It's going to be very, very difficult. Yeah, and in order to unite, I agree that it's going to take a lot more. I mean, a, a lot more, but. You know, even more so, just just speaking on that topic of, of how immoral these people are, you can't reason with an immoral person with no conscience. Nope. There have been hearings where they've gone into their courts, people that were a part of the MK Ultra program. And if you don't know about that, go to the back of Mark's podcast and start from number one. You have to understand that there have been hearings in Washington for people to try to stop these things from happening to other people, and it never has stopped. Right. They've upped their game, and they've shut these people up. So I don't see any more reasoning with these people, you know? So that's why Kill the Masters is certainly one of my favorite songs. So here's the lyrics, folks. 
to the song Kill the Masters by the Founders. Would-be kings without a conscience claiming the right to rule over us. Their robot enforcers follow their orders, but they're nothing but gangsters and thugs. When ignorance reigns, this is the way that history always replays. Freedom destroyed. We hope you enjoy the new world order of slavery. Break out of their mind control. Embrace reality. We're going to make you see that there's no authority. Their system is illegitimate and we are not their slaves. So kill the masters and break your chains. Power hungry psychopaths raping liberty day by day. Every time they speak, they lie to you. So don't believe a word they say. The so-called leaders of this world are corrupt and illegit. They're rotten to the core. What's even more, their system ain't worth shit. Break out of their mind control. Embrace reality. We're going to make you see that there's no authority. Their system's illegitimate, and we are not their slaves. So kill the masters and break your chains. Phenomenal. <laughs> I couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah. I mean, this is the kind of message you're going to hear at a founder's show. It's not going to be sugar-coated. It's not going to be for the faint of heart. By it's not going to be for the wishy-washy uh, milk-toast doughboys. Yep. You know? Oh, I know that's the new trend. I know that's the new thing that's considered attractive in society. Right. You know, yeah. a dude who has no bass in his voice and looks like a woman. Yep. You know. Yeah, the but, androgyny. You know, right. It's, it's absurd. But but even worse, though, is... Satanic agenda. Go, androgyny. Going along with a system that's gotten the minds and something that Hitler said, um, this is a direct quote from him saying, where the women go, the men and children follow that's right and what we see today is a bunch of doughy i can't even call them men i mean yeah we need a new term we need a new i was talking with uh, our other guitarist uh, I'm, i'm sorry our bass player john about this and you know uh we were saying we need a new term for the inauthentic woman and the inauthentic man yeah because to yeah. we're we're degrading the word Man and woman, which are sacred words. Absolutely. You know, by even referring to these people as men or women, which they most certainly are not. In no way, shape, or form, you know. And and it's it's working, unfortunately, within society. And, and you see it with these so-called men that they'll do anything to get the attention of a woman, even if it means just being ignorant, going along with everything, and... It's it's happening rampantly, yep. just for the sake of popularity and to not you know, be ostracized. Yeah, you know, exactly. God forbid, exactly that person might uh, their their whole scene of people might not want to hang out with me or might might you know marginalize me somehow. Like right. like like that's important. Like what some moron who has no idea about what's going on in the world uh, thinks of me is important. Right. Yeah. You know, it's absurd. Some know nothing. It's absurd. You know, um, we needed new, we need new terms for for people like this. You know, we uh, like 
a man golem or a man bot or a, a, a femme golem or a femme bot, <laughs> yeah. you know, something to that effect, you know, we, we, we just, we can't call them men and women anymore because it's a, a degradation of the term, but we need to come up with some kind of a term for, you know, the, the garbage uh, element of society that loves the slavery system, you know, the man golem and the, and the femme golem. Yeah. Um... Well, uh, last one we'll do, and then uh, I want to talk about, like, you know, bands we like and, you know, some uh, influences that we've had throughout our musical careers, uh, bands that are doing it right, you know, bands that are rebelling against the system and talking about similar things that we're talking about. Um, Also, I want to talk about, like, fake forms of rebellion in music. You know, that's important for people to understand, you know, how, oh, they're putting out this with this kind of a message or so-called angst, but it's just Mm -hmm. a distraction against what's really going on. Yeah. So, uh, last song I want to touch on is uh, our, the the newest song. We just finished writing this at the last uh, rehearsal session. Uh, it's called "Stand and Fight," and uh, that's the tagline of the NRA as well, folks. You know, is uh, "Stand and Fight." Uh, I actually, you know, didn't like the NRA in the past because I thought they were too soft on a lot of uh, gun control legislation. But they've really been going after a lot of states that have been implementing unconstitutional anti-Second Amendment gun laws. Uh, they've been using those dues to really fight these people. Um, so I think they've gotten a little bit more hardcore in recent years. There are people who will disagree with that. But, you know, and I like other gun lobby groups, uh, you know, like uh, Jews for the Preservation of Firearms Ownership, uh, Gun Owners of America, etc. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, uh, I am an NRA member. Uh, I I actually subscribe to that and uh, pay dues to uh, keep my membership because they're doing decent things with that. They're promoting awareness of Second Amendment uh, issues that are important in society. And I think they've amped up their rhetoric quite a bit as far as I see. Which, which is needed right now more than ever with all of these false flag attacks, these control Without a doubt. things that they keep throwing out there so they could try to take our guns away. You know, they, they literally think, like Eric Holder, that, that psychopath, that lying piece of crap saying we got to brainwash people. To think about guns to in think a different about guns way. In a yeah. different way. Yeah. So we could do this daily. And Openly look, talking about that they're just going to. Quoted by yeah. somebody saying this on television. People. And look at what they're doing. They're doing it in plain sight. Yep. And, you know, there's, there's no other reason why they shouldn't be ramping up the NRA and, you know, putting out what they believe in. It needs to be done. And Without that's why a doubt. we're doing what we're doing. That's right. Stand and fight, uh, moreover, is really about standing your ground, you know, not giving in, not going quietly, you know, pushing back because the people who are doing this have no right to do it. So um, here's the lyrics, stand and fight. By the way, this is a tagline on our uh, badge or button that we bring to our shows and give away for free to people. Um, It's a tagline on the back of the shirts that the founders just recently pressed. Uh, We do have t-shirts available. You can get them at our shows. Um, Going to be going into the studio and recording a a demo very shortly. Maybe even, you know, uh, uh, an uh, uh, EP type of thing. Yeah. Um, But... Um, here's the lyrics to Stand and Fight. No surrender, no retreat, no quarter, no prisoners. 
We reject your brave new world of death and tyranny. Our souls we will not sell. We embrace our sovereignty. We will not surrender our freedom and our rights. We will not go quietly into the night. Stand and fight. We will speak the truth to all we meet, both near and far. We will not be silenced, and we will not be disarmed. We will not stand down. We're active, and we care. We will not comply, because we're awake and aware. Stand and fight. No surrender, no retreat, no quarter, no prisoners. We bring to all who hear our words just one philosophy. No masters and no slaves. Death to all authority. When tyranny threatens everyone and we've run out of time, it all comes down to one decision. Join us or die. Stand and fight. I mean, that's as hardcore as it gets, ladies and gentlemen. Right. You know, the founders are definitely a band for the new three percenters. Let's just put it that way. That's about how many percent of people that I would figure would probably be into our music and message because they have enough spirit and they have enough intelligence and they have enough courage to even be into a band like this. That's right. You know, it's not the popular approach for 100% sure, but you know what? It's spreading a message of truth and freedom to the masses, and you cannot unhear something. You know, you can reject it, but you heard it, yeah. and you cannot unhear a message of truth. So, uh, Mike, what I really want to get into next is uh, bands you like. Like, who do you think's doing it right? Who do you think's putting good stuff out there? There are definitely some great bands that are. Uh bringing the message of truth out there and doing it in a way that is very unique. Um, you know, a few bands that I, I have to say on the top of my list, you know, and I think you, you'll agree with this, I did mention before, The Exploited. One of my favorite bands, personally. Yeah, same here. And, in fact, that was the first band as friends and as a band together that we all saw together. That's right. And, um, we, we actually went and saw them when they came to the U.S. for the first time in about 15 or so years, uh, a couple months back during the summer. Powerful. Yeah. Very powerful. Great show. And, you know, they are true anarchists. And um, they come from Scotland. Right. And the oppression that they have had to put up with is sure. an absolute real reason why they believe in what they believe in. It's not just for this look and fashion you know, they, they believe in anti-authority, you know, taking a chance on chaos. Right. And, um, you know, taking it to the next level rather than saying there's something wrong with this picture, actually saying what needs to be done. Here's the solution. And, um, you know, they're, they're one of those bands. Um, another band that I, I've been listening to for many years that's one of my favorite bands is Killing Joke. Right. And Great band. they've been doing it since the get-go. I mean, since 84, um, you know... I mean, talking about real issues and, yeah. you know, uh, a lot of element, hidden, occulted elements of society. Exactly, exactly. And, and doing it in a way that it's tangible. 
you know, it's tangible for anybody, but you could feel what it is that they're talking about. I mean, they're, they're speaking about Bohemian Grove, MKUltra, Tavistock Institute, ending the Fed. Right. Calling out Bono. <laughs> I mean, that right there. Oh, <laughs> uh, has he gotten the groom of the stool position yet? Yeah, right. Apparently, yeah. he's uh, hot for that, you know. Oh, boy. You know, oh, anybody that, that's talking that out guy. against a fake guy like that, I respect them wholeheartedly, you yeah. know. And yet so he'll kudos. fill whole arenas of people, yeah. you know, who, who love popular stuff. Yeah. Again, and there, there's an example where musically, I don't have a problem with what a band like that is doing, but look at what he's involved in. Yeah, you know, exactly. So why would I support that? And, and you, you know, know whose ass he's kissing, oh, you know? Yeah. Look, at, look at the people he's <laughs> mingling with, you know? Take a look at that and... It will give you a very honest perspective yeah. of what more, he's more about. like wiping them. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. You know. <laughs> so, um, all right, uh, exploited, killing joke. Uh, I, I want to throw one out there. Yeah. Black Sabbath. Oh yeah. I that, mean, that goes hand in hand. And this is why yeah. they're so attacked by the system, especially religion. Yeah. You know. Oh, they have a dark name. Oh, they sing about all this dark stuff. Yeah, because they're making people aware of it. Exactly. You know, exactly. This is the band that is has been doing that for more years than anybody else, and are still doing exactly. it. Exactly. I mean, their new album, the way I saw their new album, it is like saying to all the little boys out there, "Hey, boys, let us show you how it's actually done." Yeah. yeah. You know, because you've been copying us ad infinitum. Oh. You know, yeah. trying to sound like us, and let us show you the real deal and how it's really done. And it just like makes a, a mockery of all the 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 Sabbath imitations in, yeah. in Stoner Rock, etc. Yeah. Crap that's and it's there. all generic too. It's like you know Stoner Rock. When I was playing stoner metal 12, 13 years ago, oh, nobody was into it. It wasn't right. hip. It wasn't cool. Right. You know, now all of a sudden it's the big thing, especially in, in, in somehow East Coast cities. Yeah. This has become the big thing. Yeah. You know, and it's like every band sounds exactly identical to each other. That's you right. can go out on any given night, see a bunch of stoner rock lineup, and it's like rehashed riffs. Yeah. That it, there's, there's no real originality to it. It's just like. You know, it's just to be cool and to follow the trend. Yeah. You know, first of all, you're about 13 years late on that, guys. Yeah. I hate to break yeah. that news to you. <laughs> you know. But but even worse, <laughs> you I mean, missed the wave. You know, Sorry. Looking at a band like Black Sabbath, you know, these youngins that have listened to them, they heard a song like Sweet Leaf, and they didn't even listen to the message. Right. They just said, "Oh, they like to smoke weed." Right. We are going to do the same thing, and we're not even going to listen to the message, you know? So they're just spreading nothing but ignorance, these kids. So, yeah, I mean, they are showing it, showing these youngins how it's done. And, right. You know, it's it's great. These guys are in their older age, and they're pushing hard, so it's good to see, man. I mean, the song Sabbath have put out, War Pigs, you yep. know? Electric Funeral. Yep. <laughs> a, a lot of songs off Master of Reality. How about Children of the Grave? Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah, after Incredible. forever about yeah, religion and, exactly. and religious views or even anti-religious views. Yep, yep. And on the new album, Zeitgeist. I mean, right? Very eclectic song like that with a message, you know. Another band I've always been into that I, I feel did take a lot of influence from Black Sabbath, but took it to a whole new level is Cathedral. Oh, Cathedral is yeah. one of my favorite bands of all time. Uh, always talking about. 
breaking down the control system, breaking mind control. Exactly. You know, the, first of all, that's the intro music of this show is a, a cathedral song. Yep. Uh, these guys are from the UK. Uh, Lee Dorian, who was the former singer of Napalm Death, started Cathedral, I believe, back in the early 90s, in, in 89 or 90. And um, it's just, uh, these guys have been one of the strongest doom metal influences in the world, and they have a very powerful and relevant message. I mean, you know, uh, talking about mind control, uh, the song Satanicus Roboticus, you know, satanic robots yep. is what this society's trying to breed. Mm -hmm. Just about every song off Caravan Beyond Redemption, the, the uh, intro song comes from that album, uh, Freedom. Uh, the song Revolution, you know, the yep. song Iconoclast. Yep. Yeah, I mean, just listen to the words of that one. You know, Powerful that's from, message. I believe, The sev Seventh Coming. Uh, just all their albums, one is heavier than the next, you know. Just, very powerful band. Uh, go ahead, you, you throw one in. Um, all right. I, I have to say, um, you know, out, out of recent times, a band that is doing it, or, or was doing it, they're not playing as much anymore. They'll do a show here and there. Is System of a Down. Oh, sure. And, you know... These guys, their parents fled the Armenian Genocide, something that most Americans and most of the world know nothing about. I did not even know that. Yeah, and it, and it, it all had to do with gun control, folks. And this is what they're trying to do here. You think that's going to end up very well, then you got another thing coming. But, um, you know, they, they get into everything. I mean, they talk out against Hollywood. They talk out against the psychotic behaviors of this system. I mean, one, one of my favorite songs of theirs is the prison song, where it just blatantly is saying they're trying to build a prison for you and yep. me, and how they've hiked up the rates of people going into prison, how we're used as nothing more than cattle for them to make money off of. Uh, they also have a song about chemtrails. Yeah. yeah. You know? I mean, they, they get into to all of it, what's being done to us and why it is important to stand up against it. The, the, the founders are going to put out a song about chemtrails as well. It's one of the next songs we're going to write. It's called Sprayed Like Bugs. Yep. That's going to be coming up. Um, oh, System of a Down, definitely. Great band. Um, how about uh, in connection with Black Sabbath, of course, Dio. Oh, I mean, yeah. I call him the sage of heavy metal. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. From everything that he did in Rainbow to, you know, the actual band Dio... I mean, the gates of Babylon. Yeah, kill the king. Yep. one of my favorites. I mean, he he had not only a powerful stage presence, but the message in his lyrics were very, very beautifully written. Sure. So yeah, that's that's another one of my favorites right there. Um, let's see. Oh, I, one of my biggest influences uh, as far as persona goes in music is Jim Morrison. Yeah. Uh, you know the the doors. Uh, of course, became very popular. But uh, Morrison was one of these people who really woke up to the control system. A lot of people, you know, uh, have talked about his connection with his father in intelligence, right. in, in naval intelligence. Exactly. Uh, very quite possible why they uh, possibly uh, assassinated Morrison. The death definitely didn't make much sense. It was in a bathtub, of course. This is harkens to the killing of the king ritual. I've talked about this in another interview series. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, he was known as the, the lizard king. Right. You know, this whole idea that we're going to take a 
possible very influential member of society that could be a change agent on a wide scale and kill them. Mm-hmm. You know, this mm-hmm. was done with Kennedy. He was, a, you know, synchronistically associated or synchromystically associated with Arthur of Camelot. Mm. Hence, mm-hmm. you know, he and he was president. So the killing of the king. You had Michael Jackson, uh, more likely than not, ritualistically murdered. Uh, and, you know, he was the king of pop. And you can go on right. and on. Elvis Presley, the right. king of rock. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Again, possibly ritualistically, uh, you know, taken down from his position and murdered. You see how this is also done with females being built up to be destroyed, uh, particularly in pop music. Yeah. Oh. So. Yeah. Uh, but um, the Doors uh, were always a big musical influence uh, for, for me, and uh, of course Jim Morrison, who basically got on stage repeatedly during his career and told his. Uh, his own audience that they were a bunch of slaves yeah. that they were a bunch of weaklings and soft people who were letting themselves be pushed around and called them slaves to their faces yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> sometimes things like that really do need to be done and said yeah just straight out it's like what are you coming. allowing yeah what, what are you allowing to happen to yourself and your society yeah. you know yeah you want to throw another one out there uh yeah um I'd have to say they're they're not a favorite band of mine um, by any means. I do appreciate what they're doing um, being in mainstream mm-hmm. because that's something that does take courage because you, you could easily become very well unliked if right. that message gets brought across the wrong way. Um, Muse, um, an English band, they have come straight out over the last two albums talking out against mind control, right. against war, and you know, I mean, the, the latest album is called Drones, you know, and it's it's what it is. Yep. You know, so you know when I look at that that band in particular, I I feel bad sometimes because their audience is a wide, large yeah. audience, and it doesn't seem like they're really getting it in their minds because people don't read lyrics; they're not reading the lyrical right. content, which is so important. It's utterly important if you want to get the message of what a band is trying That's to bring right. across. I'm familiar with them, and I, I I've liked some of their lyrics, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. without a doubt, without a it's doubt. It's again not really what I tend to prefer musically, but sure, yeah, and same for here. what they do, they're they're pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and and you know, for what it's worth, you know, I'm sure there are some people that have gotten gotten some sort of knowledge from this information that they right. put in there and awoken to whatever's going on right now hopefully you know that's that's sure. what i i hope for what they've done but especially um, with a big audience like that yeah yeah, yeah a I'm large audience throw another couple out there yeah. um maybe a little bit more popular um pink floyd i mean oh yeah you know, they talked out against mind control and indoctrination of the youth totally and completely you know? yeah uh, i mean i attended uh roger waters doing the wall you know the whole double right. album and I, I felt like people didn't even understand what was being said. You know, <laughs> they didn't even they get read what the was lyrics. being said yeah. about how dictatorships rise to power and, you know, how people are conformist and they build walls and barriers of identity up for themselves. And exactly. it's just, they, they don't really get it because they're not paying attention to what's being said. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's all just about hanging out and listening to the music and having a good time, you know. How about Megadeth? Megadeth oh, is yeah. a, a band that puts it out there pretty plainly. Big time. Yeah. Big Dave time. Dave Mustaine is pretty pretty awake. One of my favorite bands, certainly. You know, I mean, he's not afraid to say it how it is. And, 
is is an incredible musician. You know, somebody that that you know came from a band like Metallica and continued on the way he did, but went even further. You know, nothing against Metallica. I like them as well. Their older stuff more. Um, you know, but he went the extra mile by actually putting truth into his music beyond what Metallica was doing, in my opinion, you know, and... Uh, he knows that it's a mind control agenda, uh, how there's covert weapons used, subversive influence used, exactly, you know. Exactly. So he injects that into it in addition to the political stuff. I think we just got to get him a little further to convert him to full anarchy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, definitely a, a very uh, good band uh, performance-wise as well, Megadeth. I've seen them a couple of times and uh, was never disappointed with their stage presence and performance. Like Great very, very, very tight yeah. mu musical band, without a doubt. Absolutely. Um, uh, just a couple more. Nuclear Assault, old school thrash band. Yeah, dude. Phenomenal. Yeah. To, uh, again, talking out about mind control, they have a song called "Brainwashed." Yep. You know, uh, telling people uh, stop listening to these popular forms of media. They're just trying to tell you what to think. Mm -hmm. You know, they have other songs that are about you know thinking for yourself and not listening to other people's opinions. And you know, you're you know best what's best for you. Stop li exactly. listening to society trying to make you conform to what they think is best for you. You know. Yep. Uh, I always love their musical style, too. Yeah, same here, man. Same here. So, uh, Havoc is a really good Great. modern thrash band. Very yeah. technical modern thrash band. Real speed metal. Yeah. And uh, they speak openly about uh, all the uh, subversive political agendas going on. You know, uh, about, um, you know, uh, the need for rebellion in exactly. society. Exactly. Uh, so, that, that's a band that I really appreciate. Anybody else you want? Oh, we left out one of the probably most uh, important and really forthright bands when it comes to a message oh, of true yeah. freedom, and that's Sons yeah. of Liberty. Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, absolutely. I would love for the founders and Sons of Liberty to have a gig together sometime. As would I. You know, that yeah. would be like a uh, perfect band for us to maybe open up for in the future because absolutely. these guys are putting it out there very, very, very plainly for people, uh, talking about the Federal Reserve, you know, talking about the loss of freedom in America, how we're becoming a police state, how the world is enslaved. Yep. Just uh, open, uh, uh, openly discussing these themes in their music. Yeah, it's not sugar-coated. It's very naked, out in the open. And it's attainable for those that are liberty-loving human beings that, that actually want to know the truth, that want to live it and not just be placated into being entertained right. and shutting off their brain. I mean... That, that's all well and good, you know, if you want to sit down and watch a film. But, you know, when that's all you want to do is just be entertained. Yep. You know, that, that you're just turning off your brain and you're, you're not going further. You know, you're not, you're not adding to freedom, certainly, when that's happening. Speaking but, uh, of uh, Sons of Liberty and people who just want to be entertained, I mean, I recently saw a piece of YouTube footage from one of their concerts uh, and th by the way, th we're talking about uh, uh, the band Son Sons of Liberty is a, a side project of Mike Schaefer from Iced Earth, another pretty popular uh, metal band that talks about a lot of these themes as well. Uh, that That's a band that should be included in this discussion. Uh, but um, Sons of Liberty was playing a gig and uh, Schaefer was on stage trying to explain to people about the loss of freedom in society and how, you know, these people are trying to completely take over every aspect of our lives. And right. you hear a couple of people in the background uh, at the show ch ch saying, you know, you could hear it on camera, them saying, 
Just play the song. You know, we just want to hear the music. You know, and it's just like, why would a person like that even be at a Sons of Liberty show? Right. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like, you don't know what this band is all about. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, you know, they're, they're three percenters. By, Absolutely. Without question. Absolutely. You know? I mean, he's talked about uh, his attitude, his mental attitude. Uh, Schaefer has, has said in interviews, you know, I'm a feral human being. I'm, a, I'm like a caveman. You're not going to control that's me. Right. That's And I'm intelligent. Yeah. And that's the thing this system fears the most. That it fears an intelligent, feral man yeah. that will not be put in fuck in in bondage and chains. That's right. You and know, they're trying to breathe that out of society. They're trying to to keep men from being desirable that are like that to women that want a, a slave. They want somebody that's going to lay down, not cause any ripples whatsoever. <laughs> and that's what's happening right now. We're watching that take place, yep. and it's very unfortunate, but I chuckled when you said that, Mike, because I could tell a little personal anecdote. It's almost becoming like a tradition on the show now. Yeah. Um just as a brief aside, I actually, and I was telling Barb this the other day. Um it was uh I was I was out with uh, another friend um, who was having some problems, and I was trying to talk to him about the situation that he was in. I won't mention any names, uh, but uh, I was at a pub, and um, uh, there was a, a, a table of a few women sitting having uh, drinks and food, and I was at the edge of you know that area where that table was uh, at the bar, and um, they were having a discussion. And I couldn't help but overhear some of the things that they were saying. But when they got into a discussion about their view of men, I have to just confess and admit I did start kind of deliberately eavesdropping a little bit. Okay, <laughs> just to hear what was going to what was being said, what was coming out of their mouths. Mm -hmm. And one woman actually turned to the other woman and said, "You know, I have to be honest." And she did not know I was listening or. or could hear, but I was definitely within earshot range, but, you know, my back was turned to her, and I was really trying to tune out the other noise and really listen to what she was saying. Right. And she said, what I really want in a man, what I want a man to be is my slave. She actually, I swear to God, ladies and gentlemen, this was spoken aloud. She actually oh. said, what I want oh. in a man, what I want a man to be is my personal slave. And she wasn't joking or kidding. And they weren't, didn't view it as a big joke. Yeah, they, la they laughed like, <laughs> you know, you're saying it right out in the open. Because right. they're basically thinking the same thing. Yeah. And yeah. This, is, this is the reason they are enslaved. Exactly. They don't even understand the very reason you are a slave and don't even really even know you're a slave because you're too you know, ignorant to even recognize that fact because you haven't even looked into anything. You're a slave because you think like this. Exactly. That is the causal factor. Because what it happens in the mental realm gets reflected in the physical realm, especially if it's happening in the aggregate sense. Yep. Then that happens in the aggregate sense societally. Exactly. When one suffers, all suffer. Right. And that's what we're witnessing. And that mentality is creating the slavery that is being perpetuated. Right. And they don't understand that. They don't understand that that's how natural law works. You know, yeah. as yeah. many people are thinking like that, you're, that's going to be given to you by the universe. Exactly. You know? Precisely. And they're enslaved because they think like that. But um, we got into this topic because we were 
uh, we were talking about, um, you know, people who just want to be entertained, just want to hear, you know, music. They don't want to hear the message of freedom injected in, in something. A band like Sons of Liberty, again, very popular band, Iced Earth. This is yeah. a side project of yep. theirs. And you have people saying, I just want to come because, oh, you know, uh, I want to hear the music and I don't really want to take part in that, you know, discussion about rebellion. That They don't want to be feral. You know, they right. don't want to be untamed because they're worried about what what's what's this person going to think? Mm-hmm. What's that mm-hmm. person going to think? Is this person going to like me? Is this person going to ostracize me? Am I going to be popular with women? Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, am I going to be popular amongst my peer group? You know, and that's where this social engineering aspect comes in, yep. where they're actually trying to make women not desire, not be attracted to, not want a guy who has any of those quote-unquote feral, masculine, untamable qualities that will stand up for his rights, that will stand up for his freedom, because subconsciously they're like somebody who plays with the system, you know, and, and complies with the system, they make more money. They don't be. They're not harassed. Exactly yeah. You know, uh, they're they're, they're going to be easier to control because they can be controlled in this sense. So they're going to be easily controlled by me, and influenced by me. Yep. You know, and they have a lower. They have what I call the mini me Satanism mindset. Absolutely. The the Absolutely. controllers are the big Satanists, and the, these are the mini Satanists. You know, they're they're uh, propagating the whole system by what they're thinking in the aggregate sense, but they're just a smaller version of their psychopathic satanic controllers. Exactly. Uh, any other bands you want to throw out there? Uh, yeah. Um, Dead Kennedys is definitely up there. Um, you know, more more so from my younger age. Old school, old yeah, school, hard, uh, old school punk and hardcore punk. Yeah. You know, they they got right out there. I mean, if the name doesn't tell you what, what they were about, I mean, they they basically spoke out against the system. You know, and yep. that, that's something that resonated within me. Yep. You know, since I was a teenager. So yeah, that's that's definitely. No, we're there. probably leaving a million million names out of this, but yeah, I mean, I think that's yeah. a good. Plays uh well how about some rap because you know we've been sure. talking about metal hardcore punk stuff like that absolutely um I like rap personally yeah, um as do you I. know I, I don't listen to a whole lot of it because I really limit to uh conscious rap right. um one of my favorite conscious rappers is Paris I mean if you've heard this no, guy's no. stuff I mean he is he could say so much in so few words uh this is he's from the Gorilla Funk label. I think people should check out all the rappers on that label, but um, Paris, I think, is one of the people who really stands out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I I'm not as familiar with Paris, but as far as I know, you know, he's very similar to a guy like Immortal Technique. Sure. You know, where he he's very colorful with what he's saying, and he's not sugarcoating a thing sure. for anybody. But as far as hip hop goes, um, you know. Immortal Technique for me is is definitely up there. A guy I've been checking out uh, a lot recently is Kay Reno. Yeah. Uh, Just phenomenal. Great. Uh, Probably the best lyrical uh, writer and uh, the the flow of his raps lyrically are just uh, incredibly impressive. But he gets into mind control in the stuff that he talks about, the uh, occult stuff. Um, 
Definitely worth checking out. Absolutely. How about our personal friend, ah. St. Pete? I mean, this is a guy who has to come up and get more popular in the Without music circuit doubt. in rap Without because he is just incredibly talented. Yeah, there, there's just... The message he brings is about truth. It's about the tyranny taking place in society, but the power behind it. Yeah. I mean, you know, he opened up for us um, for our first show, and I was in the, the back... Um, green room just you know going over some some chords and warming up before we went on and and listening to him in the back man i was so fired up because he's he's not sugarcoating it he's saying it how it is and he's doing it in a very educated way right you know so without a doubt very 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 intelligent guy saint pete folks i mean you got to check this guy's stuff out just brilliant absolutely um anybody else uh, yeah, uh, KRS-One, oh, sure. old school stuff. You know, this is a very learned man. He understands the dark occult. You know, he could call it out very well. And, you know, some enjoyable songs out there, you know. So he's he's definitely up there. You know, I, that, that gives you an idea of, like, what we're about musically, I think. Um, you know, I think that's a, a good place to leave the section of, you know, the, the topic of bands we like. Right. Um, how about uh, people who are doing it wrong? How about people oh, who are... Too yeah, many. there's a lot of those. Too many. Uh, how, how about, um, you know, this idea of petty rebellion, of, yeah, you know, trying uneducated. to get people focused on this, but, you know, really that's not going to get you anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, th- there's too much of that going on where it's, it's in my opinion, I, I see it to be no different from the George Soros race wars right that he funded i mean it's the same rhetoric the same thing and a lot of these these guys don't really realize what they're doing is actually pinning everybody up against each other you know and uh you know one guy i can think of that's an absolute sellout completely p diddy you know puff daddy you know this guy come on you know he goes and says vote or die Back, back, uh, you know, when uh, Bush was was running, you know, and wow. and then he's now saying, you know, don't vote, you know, but yet he's still in love with the system, still putting out the same garbage music. There's no message behind right. it, you know. So I see it for what it is. I mean, it's it's just garbage, just scenester punk rock, you know. I always found a contradiction in terms pop punk. I hate that Punk rock is not pop. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. There's nothing pop about it. If it's pop, you don't understand. It's not punk. That's right. You you can't put those things together. They're oxymorons. They're they're diametrically opposed opposites. Um, uh, You know, a band we didn't discuss who I thought really had a phenomenal message of freedom early on, but then went in a completely different direction for many years. Now, I think they're very slightly beginning to get an edge back is Metallica. Yeah. I mean, I don't think any discussion about, you know, metal could be complete without talking about the path they went down. Absolutely. Uh, a lot of people Absolutely. feel they sold out. I think somebody got to them. I think after the album And Justice for All, which if you just listen to the lyrics on that album, it's yeah. unbelievable. Absolutely. Regardless of what you think about the sound of the album, right. L- right. the lyrical content alone is one of the most uh, the absolutely anti-government albums out there. Yeah. And then in the next album, they're not talking about any of it. And it's, you know, 
a black cover with the Gadsden snake hidden. Yeah. As if they were trying to send a message, you know, I think perhaps someone got to them and said, you want to be the next Elvis Presley? You want to be the next, uh, you know, Jim Morrison? Well, keep doing what you're doing, you know? Yeah. Uh, You know, and they didn't really have the nerve to say, okay, whatever you think you need to do, we're going to do what we need to do. Right. You know, I I think they just said, we'll go with the program, at least for a while. And that's when you saw... Hetfield's, you know, total alcoholism come in. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I think they, he knew what he was doing was, I think, if anything, you know, of the members left in the band, he might have the most possible, you know, chance to really s- still fully awaken and bring a good message of freedom to people. Yeah, he's the lyric Cause writer. Cliff Burton was really doing that. Oh, I mean, yeah. His influence is still all over Injustice for Absolutely. All, you know, Absolutely. So. It's a shame he's not with us any longer. Right. But, um, uh, I think they were somehow gotten to and uh, decided Very to cave. Possible. You know, Very possible. Because the, the, the transformation between those two albums, it's too sudden. Yeah, it's night and day. Yeah. Truly. So I just wanted to say that. We were talking about other bands that, you know, lead up what you might call a false sense of rebellion or just uphold the system completely. Or are there bands that you think are you know, fully satanic and just uphold the system. Exactly. You know, lo- love the system of slavery as it is. Yeah. Yeah. One, one band I can think of that comes to mind. And musically, you know, again, this is this is how it works, folks. I mean, they paint it the way they want to, to bring people in. They reel them in. And, you know, they, they make it all seem like it has to do with rebellion and going against the system or, you know, just being rebellious, period. But most of the time, it's just garbage. And uh, one band that I think of is a band called Ghost BC. And they're from Sweden. This band comes from a black metal band called Repugnant. And now, for those out there that don't understand what black metal is, black metal is a genre of music that is 100% satanic. I mean, they literally use satanic imagery. Lyrical content has everything to do with eugenics. And, you know, it, you name it, this this is what these people stand for. And unfortunately, a band like Ghost are actually doing pretty well within the music scene. And, uh, you know, I mean, the lead singer dresses like the Black Pope, and their songs have everything to do with child rape, black mass, and sacrifice. And yet they're drawing large crowds of people. And unfortunately, and I understand this mindset of, of a young person that wants to go against the system that yep. wants to be rebellious in nature and sees the corruption within, you know, things like the Vatican or just, you know, the Christian church in general. I'm not saying that all people that follow these religions are that way, but the people that are the, the spearhead of right. these religions, they are very immoral people. And, um, and I understand that you'd want to go against that. And, um, you know, that that's something that I can I can attest to because when I was younger, um, you know, I grew up in a in a Christian household, and um, you know, it, it from from what I saw from it, I saw a lot of fakeness. I saw a lot of uh, false reality going on with adults that they they were trying to put upon me that made me angry and want to go against it. So I started listening to black metal. And thinking that that was the right way to rebel, you know? And uh, I realized over years, and specifically when um, 
I, I had lived downtown in Manhattan in New York in the financial district in Battery Park for a few years, what a Satanist really was, you know? And this is before I actually knew what, what it really stood for. It wasn't this red devil. It wasn't right. this, this, you know, entity that, that's sitting with a pitchfork. This is a mindset. That's people. right. And um, I saw it outright. I saw it for the years that I lived out there and was repulsed by the people that lived in that neighborhood. You know, not everybody, but by and large, the materialistic behaviors of people and the, the me, me, me mentality is so overridden that you, you, you can't miss it when you're in that neighborhood. You can't escape from the it. Big, one of the yeah. biggest false flags took place in that neighborhood, and yet people are flocking to it to go to Ground Zero to, like it's Disney World, right. you know? And, and don't even remotely question what took place. Worshipping the official story. Exactly. I mean, the 9-11 Truth it just Museum. reinforces all of their uh, predispositions and, and, and uh, prejudices, etc. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. See, th this whole false rebellion, it's just a dialectic. You know, they're saying, well, you don't like this aspect of the control system. Oh, here we have the other arm for you. You, you right. could flock r r right into the arms over here and we'll take you in. You know, but you're not going to get anything different. Right. You know, I, I mean, that's pressure. what I fell for earlier when I moved towards Satanism because I hated organized religion to the extent that I did, you know, because that was one aspect of the control system. And then when you see what that is and you say, I'm done with this. Well, hey, we have this other arm of the bird of prey, this other wing of the bird of prey ready and waiting for you. Yep. We'll, we'll gladly take you into that. Right. Uh, we'll call it rebellion, but you're just going to get more slavery. Exactly. You know, exactly. Till people wake up to the fact that this is a dialectic and you know there is a uh, a way out of that it's by rejecting the dialectic realizing this these are all aspects of the control system and you have to break free of all of those forms of mind control right Absolutely. so um i guess uh i'll uh, that's really basically what I really wanted to get into, but uh, I'll, I'll leave the floor for you, Mike, and talk about anything else that you want to get into, sure. and then we can wrap up. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, with with what we're speaking about right now with the false message of, of rebellion, um, you know, there are bands that try to paint themselves as being rebellious, and, you know, I touched upon that within the metal scene, and, and we did touch upon that within the punk rock scene, and... and uh, you know, a band that I actually knew personally, um, you know, that their entertainment lawyer was a friend of mine and we ended up hitting it off. And I was pretty young at the time. I was in my early 20s and, you know, in my mindset, you know, I thought that they were cool because, you know, they were popular and I didn't know any better um, that their message of rebellion, this false pretense of, you know, just taking the same line that's being given by the media because let's just face it I mean everybody pretty much knows that George Bush is a very unpopular man in America I mean for the most part and that that was something that um, I, I noticed with their music that they just would toe the line that they would say exactly what you want to hear and still be asking for a master essentially which is completely immoral um, you know these guys are not about a message of truth. And as I got to know them, I realized all they cared about was partying, the feel good. Which, look, if, if you want to have a good time, that's fine. I'm not saying you can't do that. But they in no way were promoting the message of truth. They were very self-indulgent and did not care about anything other than themselves. 
and money. So, you know, for them to call themselves punk rock couldn't be further from the truth, these guys. And there's a lot of that that goes on within the musical scene, unfortunately. But, um, you know, I got to say, people got to use discernment. You know, you can't just jump on a bandwagon and think that these people care about them. Same way as government, you know, right. that they're going to actually bring them a message of truth. You got to do some discernment and critical thinking. And, um, a lot of times they're being promised things, yep. you know, oh, we'll, we'll give you money and fame and power, etc. You know, they're, they're exactly. just towing the line because of what they're being promised. Exactly. And that goes on not only in government, of course, but in religion, it goes in, in, yep. in music and in, in all aspects of our lives, yep. you know, in the financial world, business world, etc. Absolutely. I, I think discernment is a huge problem for a lot of people, you know, because they don't take in all the points of view, all the information, and then, you know, filter it and analyze it and, you know, see what comes out in the wash, so to speak, you know, exactly. they're just very easily led and influenced. Uh, and that's why they're using music to lead and influence people, yeah. because it is a form of art that can reach the subconscious mind quickly and can exactly. say a whole lot in so few words, yeah. you know, so it, it's, it could be, it, it's, again, it's a tool and it's how it's used. It could be used as a, a mechanism of enlightenment and it can use be used as a mechanism of mind control it's Absolutely. about the consciousness of the wielder of the tool exactly mike i am uh proud and honored to have you as one of the wielders of uh the founders sonic assault you know and it's a, a blessing that. that we met uh and we met on the 4th of july that's right uh, of this year and uh it's been uh, a great relationship uh both as friends and musically uh, ever since and i want to thank you for coming on and sharing your views on uh the modern state of music and uh rebellion within uh the the musical uh community uh so uh thanks for uh coming on what on earth is happening and uh we should do this again sometime in the near future absolutely thanks for having me Mark. you got it ladies and gentlemen mike thompson of the founders the founders.us uh the most extreme three percenter hardcore punk band that you will ever hear uh musically and lyrically so come out to see the founders here in Philadelphia on February 27th, Saturday night, February 27th at Connie's Rick Rack in South Philadelphia. You could check out their website, Connie'sRickRack.com. Check out our website, thefounders.us. I'll be putting uh, a poster up on uh, thefounders.us and at what on earth is happening uh, uh, when I make it for this show. And uh, don't forget, uh, I'll be speaking live here in Philadelphia in February, be getting an exact date on that. It's going to be called uh, myself and Jay Parker, both speaking live on the same day, uh, full day seminar. It's going to be called Demystifying the Occult Part 2, Satanism and the Dark Occult. You're not going to want to miss that because the two insiders into this world talking about what they know about what goes on in Satanism and the dark occult. Myself and Jay Parker, that's coming up in February in Philadelphia at the Ethical Society. 
And uh, of course, Free Your Mind 4, April 15th, 16th, and 17th, freeyourmindconference.com. Do not miss that biggest conference of its kind anywhere in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to What on Earth is Happening. I'm your host, Mark Passio. My website, whatonearthishappening.com. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day, everyone. See you next time.